Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. Elizabeth O'Brien is the senior writer covering personal finance at Barron's. And if you collect Social Security, you're probably very well aware that Social Security benefits will jump 8.7%. That is the biggest raise in more than 40 years. But Elizabeth, is that enough to give purchasing power to the seniors who are on Social Security? That's a great question, Lisa. The COLA, the cost of living adjustment, or COLA as it's known, is definitely intended to help recipients, you know, keep up with inflation to preserve their purchasing power. But, you know, as anyone who pays the bills know, they're way up and it really might not be enough for many seniors. So 66 million Social Security recipients, including 51 million collecting retirement benefits. And this does start right at the beginning of January 2023? Yep, the raise will be start, uh, applied starting in January to both Social Security recipients and also those who are getting supplemental security income, also known as disability benefits. The seniors in my family always tell me that the minute Social Security benefits go up, the price of Medicare goes up. Well, well the, the benefit, the, you, you know. Yeah, exactly, the Part the part B. The Part that's D, actually yeah. That's some good news. That's some good news for this year, Lisa. Usually, the Part B premium is automatically deducted from most uh, Social Security checks. People might not even know they're paying a premium because it's not like you're cutting a check every month, but it is automatically deducted. This year, excuse me, for next year, the Part B premium is actually going to decrease by $5. So that means that Social Security recipients can pocket the entire COLA. That's not what happened last year. Last year, the Part B premium rose 14.5%, which really gobbled up a big amount of the COLA. So that is some good news for this year. And will the COLA affect some people's taxes? Yep. Higher earners could potentially see more of their benefits to, subject to taxation. That is individuals with incomes of at least $25,000 and married people filing jointly with incomes of at least $32,000. If you're in that range, some of your benefits could be subject to taxation. So, the, so to the extent that this COLA raises folks' income, yeah, it could. Um, people could be in for a surprise at, at tax time, tax time the year after next. Elizabeth O'Brien is a senior writer covering personal finance at Barron's, and everybody's buzzing because Social Security benefits are going to jump eight point seven percent. But many question whether that's going to give them the purchasing power they need to keep up with inflation. Someone sent in a text and said, "Does the COLA adjustment also help people who are applying for Social Security in the coming year?" Yeah, that's the really neat thing. You don't have to. You can, it will definitely help you if you're applying for benefits. You can get the benefit of the COLA. But as long as you're at least 62, you get the benefit of this COLA whether you claim or not. So even if you wait to claim until, say, you're 65, if you can wait as late as 70, Social Security is keeping like a ledger of everybody's benefits, and they apply this COLA to your future benefits whether you claim or not. So you might think, oh, my gosh, this COLA this is a once-in-a-generation, even more than once-in-a-generation amount. I should claim now to take advantage of it. If you're at least 62, you don't have to. You're already taking advantage. And do some people who receive Social Security benefits also receive um, 
assistance for the purchase of food? Like we have the link card here in Illinois. And would that increase push people off of link? That's an excellent question. And there is a chance that this increase in benefits will, you know, push people, make people's incomes too high to qualify for some needs-based programs. And, you know, it would really be good if those income levels are increased, and they often aren't. So that is definitely a concern. Every finance person we have join us on this show says, do not claim your benefits at 62. Do not do it. But I see a lot of people who do. (laughs) So how bad is it? Well, it's tough because, you know, for, for a lot of people, you know, maybe they just weren't able to set aside a lot for retirement, you know, they, and you, you need the money at 62. And if that's the case, yeah, that's what it's for. Go ahead and claim. But if you can keep working past 62, if it's at all possible, you really do benefit by waiting. Your benefits increase by as much as 8% a year until you at, you know, 70, you're going to get a lot more than if you claim at 62. If your claim at 62, your benefits are going to be reduced about 32% of what they would be if you claim your full retirement age, which is about 67. Right. And and ideally, you should wait to 70. Ideally. If you can hang on that long, it really does make a big difference. And what, you know, folks like myself say is that Social Security, you know, really should be thought of as longevity insurance. You know, it's really there to help you not run out of money in old age. And the best way to do that, if possible, is to wait as long as you can to claim. And will this 8.7% increase for Social Security benefits affect the earnings cap for folks on SSDI? You know, I am not as familiar with that. Um, I am sorry that that's not, I focus more on the, the retirement end, so I'm not as familiar with that. I'm sorry. No problem. Somebody sent that in as a text. People are listening to what you have to say. And, and, uh, and, and so that... <laughs> That is a bigger question. Where should people turn to find out all the info they need that they can trust when it comes to claiming your Social Security benefits? Oh, boy, that is a good question. Well, Because, you know, you know AARP is- says it's them, and, you know, yep. we send people to TerrySavage.com, and she joins yeah. us on, on the show quite often, but there doesn't seem to be one place where everybody can go and get every answer quite every question answered well you know the two sources that you named they're both good and reputable um the social security administration you can go straight to the horse's mouth they do have some plain english stuff on their website now sometimes it takes a little navigation to to get there and there are also you know community groups um you know in your community you know people who might hand out you know handle benefits Mm -hmm. and stuff or community resources they could also help as well you know because it can be confusing and you're right it can be hard to know where to turn well we really appreciate you jumping on today and answering some of these questions elizabeth well thank you for having me lisa i appreciate it she's a senior writer covering personal finance at barons and terry savage will join us tomorrow so if you have more questions send them to us and of course terry will answer you dan hampton is going to join us we're talking bears football is it a must win tonight We'll get his opinion. That comes up after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.